Hey guys, and welcome back to Fiery's Corner. It's your host, Fiery Moon, and I'm back with this week's episode entitled Recognition. As always, if you would like to check out the weekly energy reading via my YouTube channel at Fiery, F-I-E-R-Y, Moon Tarot, it is titled Recognition of the Self and Associations. So here we are. Week three, episode three of season two, and I truly am amazed at how fast time is going and so grateful for all the love, support, and appreciation from all of you who listen and have reached out to say how it has made an impact with you in your life. It is both an honor and reward to share my experiences with you and to know that it resonates with you all as well. Thank you. So last week we talked about being tested, what leads up to said test, and what happens once you are faced with it, regardless of how it may show up for you. As we discussed in life, tests show up without warning. It's something that is almost impossible to study for, and how the lesson comes after, unlike how we were traditionally taught as we went through school which, you know, is the complete opposite. There is one thing that I can say about, you know, both tests in school and in life, and that is that they both contain the element of elevation. It's in school, it's the next level grade, and in life, it's the next level of awareness. Typically, what tends to occur also with the test in school and in life is the feeling of anxiousness and worry that comes as you await the results. You begin to question how well you may or may not have done, if you made the right choice, if there was something you could have done differently. And you guys know the list goes on. And sometimes it is in, you know, that waiting, we begin to contemplate, overthink, and sometimes even panic. But what is really happening? It's a sort of, you know, a recognition of ourselves, who we truly are, our capabilities as well as incapabilities, and which can begin to make us feel self-conscious and critical of ourselves. Sometimes it can be positive, but oftentimes we tend to judge ourselves in a negative way. This is what, you know, led me to title this episode Recognition, because the word in itself has so many meanings and a depth of polarity. And you guys know when I title, you know, these episodes, you know, one word titles, I'm normally going towards, you know, or I'll use a reference as... how it's defined in the dictionary. So per the Merriam-Webster dictionary, there are two main definitions for recognition that I would like to discuss. The first one states how recognition is the action of recognizing and the state of being recognized. For example, acknowledgement. And the second meaning is defined as, you know, special notice or attention. The first definition ties back to, you know, what 
I was just previously discussing, you know, while we may be in flux during the waiting within our feelings and our thoughts, it is in that space where we begin to acknowledge or identify with the fact that, you know, either we did the best we could with the resources we had or lack thereof, or what we could have done different. The second definition ties to, in my opinion, what we experience after we receive the results. You know, normally once you, you know, if you find out that you've passed the test, quote unquote, still, you know, referring back to the school um, scenario, normally, you know, you're recognized with an award or even a reward for, you know, your hard work and effort. But if perhaps you failed, you may receive attention for that as well. You may feel like an actual failure, whether at school or in life. You may feel as if you are lacking in some way, worried about how, you know, your peers, friends, and or family may view you, fear of being rejected or no longer accepted, etc. But no matter what side you fall on, you know, I'm here to tell you that whether you passed or failed, all that mattered you know, is that you tried. Growing up, you know, something my mother would always say was that nothing beats a failure but a try. And it has stuck with me for as long as I can remember. Because even now still, as an adult, you know, I can personally say I tend to be my own worst critic. And it has is positives and negative attributes. Positive in the aspect that it doesn't allow me to settle for failure. I am not, you know, or I'll say like, at the very least, I'm going to try. But it is also negative in the aspect of being so critical of myself that it causes me to second guess more than I'd like to. But with each day, and especially since stepping into, you know, the recognition and acceptance of myself, a lot of it has since fallen away. You know, so this also, you know, brings me to the next layer that came out more in the weekly reading that I did, but still in correlation with the second definition of recognition is the fact that, you know, we are surrounded by and live within a society that, you know, damn near looks at failure as like an abomination. You know, we're surrounded with the win at all costs mentality. And I feel that it is that, you know, mentality that is plaguing our community at such a high rate. You know, so much because the majority look at losing as solely not winning or being defeated instead of, you know, instead of having the mindset that whether you win or lose, you learn something, which is the reward and award that I'd take any day. 
you know, with winning, you learn how and what to do in the event you are faced with something similar again. And, um, you know, with losing, you are able to learn how you can and where adjustments are necessary. It gives you, you know, an inner passion and drive to put your best foot forward, all while still allowing you to remain teachable. And, you know, it also teaches you how to adapt. You know, most of the fear of losing or being looked at as inadequate and even less than, you know, comes with a vulnerability. You know, it makes us feel the feeling of, you know, in in some way being exposed by those that are closest to us. And, you know, that comes from the need to want to be recognized and or praised for something that when you, you know, look a little deeper, is something that, you know, isn't even who we really are. You know, we want to be praised for doing instead of being. For looking a certain way, acting a certain way, instead of just being the way that we are. And, you know, once you begin to recognize who you are and, you know, you begin to display a love and acceptance of yourself, you begin to come into the awareness of those that are around you as well. You begin to see who is with you when you win and who sticks around when you lose, who has a love of you when you're doing well, but none if you happen to take a hit. And most of the times, you know, the ones who fall in with the ladder You know, I've come to, you know, determine and, you know, to realize even within my own life that, you know, those are not your people. Because it's it's like as soon as your needs for yourself begin to take precedence over their needs of you, you, you know, almost in a sense become expendable. And then exposure begins to take place. And, you know, what... As I was writing this, because I, you know, I write out every episode because, yes, I could type it up. A lot of the times I could just, you know, freestyle it and go that way. But I like, you know, to have, you know, talking points. I like for things to make sense. And I'm a person that, you know, I like structure. I like putting things together and writing for me is one of those things that, you know, writing it down on paper almost makes it come to life. If you can understand that. But like I said, once you, you know, become into or step into a certain level of awareness with yourself, having, you know, that self-love, like I said, an, an exposure begins to take place. And, you know, sometimes the tests that you feel you may have just went through ends up, you know, not even being like the real test. It's kind of like just a pop quiz (laughs) when you when you think about it, because what ends up happening is the true test comes 
when you're like when you you know you have to make the decision to accept and choose yourself over all else or continue to surround yourself with people places and or things that truly don't have your best interests at heart and you you know the test comes and you make the choice you know to allow in peace acceptance and love of self and what you know normally happens is in turn you will begin to align yourself with the true and real people places and things that are meant to help support guide and even experience you in you know totality unconditionally because you know just because someone has love for you doesn't mean that they love you. You know, what actually, you know, came out in the reading was, you know, people, you know, showing you love. And, you know, it's something that we all do to an extent, some more than others. Just take it how it resonates. But, you know, we show love to get love. And nine times out of ten, you know, the people that you show love to, you really don't end up getting that back. And it's because, you know, it was something for you to learn. It was something, especially if you were given love to get it, like you don't give to get. Like, I, I can say for me, that's something that I've personally never did. Like, I never gave something that I wanted back. If I gave you something, it was nine times out of ten because you needed it. And I had it to give. So me wanting something back is almost like, you know, me having a hidden motive, you know, attached to the fact of why I gave it to you in the first place. And that's, you know, not something that I I do. I mean... If you know me personally, especially, you know, in school, (laughs) just as an example, like everybody would come up to me and be like, yo, you got a dollar. Can I get, I need a dollar. I need this. I got you. Boom. Here. Not one of those people could ever say that I ever asked for that dollar back, that $2 back, that slice of pizza back, whatever it was. Because you needed it. And if I had it, you got it um so you know like some people you know are just not like that some people you know give to get and you know it's normally the people that we would do you know the most for or do anything for who ends up you know turning into you know the people that really were just there to take and not reciprocate. And, you know, so as always, you know, we end the episodes with the empowering questions that, you know, I started out the weekly reading with. And this week we had three questions come out. And the first one was, what are those things that make you feel good while you are doing them? No matter what it is, like some people feel good, you know, being a giver, 
Some people feel good being a taker. Some people feel good when they're writing or listening to music or talking to a certain person, you know. So what, you know, something you may want to ask yourself, or what are those things that make you feel good while you're doing them, no matter what it is? The second question we had was, how do I show love to myself and to others? And when this question came out, you know, it just made me feel like, you know, when when you show love to yourself or when you have such well when you hold the love you have for yourself in such high regard and not in the sense of being prideful or egotistical but really you know showing love to yourself it like almost creates a feeling that like you want to share with everybody so How do you show love to yourself? Does the way you show love to yourself reflect in how you show love to others? Because this is, you know, it's one of those questions, like just the way that I think about it, it it, it can distinguish a lot. Because if you don't show love to yourself, how can you show love to others? If you show people that you love, that you, you know, love yourself, you can almost expect that the people that truly love you will stick around. But the ones who aren't able to like almost comprehend how you can show yourself so much love and still, you know, show love because they're looking to take, those are the people that will normally fall away. And the last question which was two questions says you know what if everything is as it should be what if the people that you show love to weren't meant to show love back to you how and the the last question was how would that make you feel you know I've learned that you know it it can make people bitter it can make people angry that you choose yourself over, like I said earlier in the episode, their need of you. But how, you know, how would it make you feel if everything was as it should be? Because when you step into the recognition of yourself, like I said, you you begin to bring on and start realizing and recognizing people for who they are and what they truly mean. For some, you know, you start to see like the value that you, you know, you placed on a person who, you know, could it turn out to have not been worth that value that you gave them, that position that you gave them, that high regard that you placed them upon. How do how would it make you feel? Knowing that someone that you, you know, you held in high regard can, you know, easily walk away from you or easily decide to, you know, stop engaging with you because you're choosing you and not them. You know, how how would that make you feel? You know, like it's 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 something that, you know, I've went through. 
on both sides of the spectrum. I can sit here and be honest in saying that. But it wasn't, like I said, I gave love to receive it. It was more like you expect, you know, like I can say I expected people to be how I was. But for the ones that, you know, showed me who they were, it, it, you know, in turn, it showed, you know, I learned. I took a loss. But I really didn't because I learned that, you know, some people aren't capable of receiving the love that you that you give. And that's okay. But as long as you know what you gave and you know that it was real and that it was true, it's actually their loss. You know, people can only accept and receive things at the level they are on. You know, and it, it it can sound harsh to say, but it's true. It's, 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 it is, you know, what it is. But are you going to allow that to make you stop giving the love? To stop being who you are? To stop loving yourself? For me... That's not an option. And I've, you know, gotten to a place of comfortability and peace within myself that I can, you know, walk away. And even if you, you know, have to send people love, like they say, I got to love you from across the street. I'll still send you love. I would never, ever, ever wish bad or harm upon anyone who has fell into that category with me. But I've learned through that experience the boundaries that needed to be placed and who and what deserves my love. And in doing so, I began to align, you know, with people, places, and things that reciprocate back to me what I give out. And some of you, you know, you may listen to this episode and some of you know who you are, that I'm able to have that even exchange with and know that, you know, it's appreciated because it's the confirmation that I am me and you accept me for that. And in return, it also lets me know that you are you, and I accept you for for that. So, you know, with that being said, guys, this is, you know, the end of this episode. As always, I thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in with me. Definitely sending, you know, you all love and light for this week. And definitely hope that, you know, you can take something from not just this episode. You don't have to take the whole episode. You could take certain parts, whatever it is. I hope that, you know, it's something that you can use as a tool 
or a stepping stone along your journey. Because, like I always say, I, in order for me to sit here and do this, I have to go through it. I can't pour from an empty cup. But being that my cup is full and it's actually, you know, like overflowing, I can share. And, you know, like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I'm not here to force, persuade, anything of the sort other than to just share my cup with you. And you know what's crazy is I had just seen, you know, a meme the other day that said, even water shared between friends is sweet enough. So it doesn't have to be wine, you know, juice. Plain water is enough to share. And that's what I'm here doing with y'all. So again, thank you for tuning in with me. Sending, you know, you all love and life and positive vibes for the week. You know, whatever may come your way. Just know that there's a reason. And, you know, the the goal is to get you to the other side. So as always, I will see you guys on the next episode. All right. Later.